As we come out of break, it reminds me we need uh, theme music for the one, the only Martin Moore who joins us in studio. We got it. We got microphone. There we go. There we go. Good to talk to you again. So the, somebody asked me like when, like when's Martin going to be on? Right now, every two weeks. So you'll be here this week, and then the week after Thanksgiving, and then every two weeks after. Yeah. That. Yeah. Generally, we're going to give you a half hour to an hour because. Depends on what you're bringing to the table. Hey, whatever, whatever you need, buddy. And I, I said before the break, you're you're kind of my technology guy because I like technology, but I'm I'm in no way uh, like a guru. savvy, yeah, savvy or a guru of technology. Sure, and you are kind of. Uh, that's an understatement. Yeah, and, and folks who live, don't know you, you're a videographer for eat. for Coscorp. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, I live, breathe, and eat technology. What Not is it about technology literally. that makes you want to live, eat, and breathe it? It's very, it's very dynamic. It's always changing. I was an 80s baby, so I grew up in one of the, I think, one of the best like technological times where it was like, it felt like every week there was a new device that came out or computers got a huge upgrade or there was some new gaming system or a calculator watch. It was just technology thrived then, and that just sort of carried over to my adulthood. And now I have the money where I can afford so <laughs> right. I just I just bought, I posted on Twitter, I just bought uh, on eBay an old iPhone 4 from, I don't know when that came out, 2010, Why? for 20 bucks. Why? It's my favorite piece of technology I've ever owned. When I held that thing, I felt like I was holding, like, the heavens it was just it was gorgeous but I ne- it's a souvenir basically it, it is yeah, yeah uh and so it's what like what color it's, is it i got the black one okay. so it's like the black glass mm-hmm. uh, front and back yeah, and yeah. The silver. Oh, it's, it's beautiful powered it on couldn't use it because it, yeah it's connected old, to nothing exactly but it, it's just it's just cool to sort of reminisce it's like a, uh, having a delorean and going back in time you ever see these auctions where they have the ones in box oh these yeah things sell there's like a hundred grand there's a youtuber called mkbhd marquez brownlee and he bought an original iphone from 2007 unopened for like forty eight thousand dollars boy <laughs> steve that, that's a lot of money for yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> especially when it doesn't work. Right. Um, so you have the current version. IPhone. I do. iPhone 15 so Pro. Give me the quickly because I don't want to spend all our time on this. Plus or minuses of the new phone. I don't know. It's faster, which I don't care about. You can only cruise Facebook and Twitter so fast. <laughs> right. It's got better cameras. The stuff you'd expect. Phones have pretty much. Peaked. Are the cameras too good now? Like people can make. You, you've made commercials with these. Oh things. yeah, I've made commercials for cost with the. I would say every commercial in the last three or four years I've made, I've shot on an iPhone. Uh, I used to when I travel. I was that dude who like had my giant digital SLR. Cause I'm a photographer, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, to not have to take that anymore, like I almost laugh at when I see people with like their big cameras on trips. My you, wife and I just had this conversation. We were in Italy, and some of our best pictures were taken on our iPhone fourteen. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's. I've been waiting for this day for a long time, and it's 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 really nice. It's you got a lot of power, and not just for like taking pictures or videos, but there's people that make a living. There's people that do podcasts with their phone, or I mean, you see a lot of TV shows, a lot of house hunters, and all that. That stuff's like shot on phones, uh, commercials, movies. Any anybody can create with a device in their pocket, and I, I think just, that's super cool. I just thought of this. Sure. What will be the next thing that phones do? Think about what that. I really hope. And is never going to happen. Android does this. They have a thing called, I think it's like Dex or Samsung has it, where basically you take your phone and you plug it into like a little monitor and it turns into a desktop. So you basically have a laptop, the operating system changes, and then you can use desktop. So your, style iPhone, apps. your iPhone's the brain. Yes, yeah. exactly. So your iPhone could could run uh, Mac OS, just like Android phones could run like Chrome OS. Apple chooses not to do it because then it would cannibalize their 
their laptops and stuff. But that's what that's where I think it will be going. Uh, Apple just announced the, with their next iOS 17.2, um, all the new iPhones are going to be able to shoot for the new Apple Vision Pro, which is their new 3D virtual reality headset. So everything that you record, all your videos, will record in 3D. And if you ever decide that you have you know four grand lying around that you have nothing better to do with, and you buy an <laughs> Apple Vision Pro, you'll be able to relive your vacation videos in complete three dimensional spaces. If you're really on the cruise ship, really on the island, really in Greece, wherever you are. That is nice. I think that's pretty cool. I was watching a new show. Not new. It's been around for a while, but it just came back. New, new, uh, new um, uh, season. Mm-hmm. Upload. What is that? It's a show that where if you die, all of your memories, all of your presence can be digitally uploaded, and then you can live forever. So you have like an avatar or something? Yes, or, yeah. Uh... It looks like you or it can look like something else or whatever See, you want. That always looks neat in like a movie or a TV show, but you're dead. You have no, you have no idea that like what your avatar does. Who cares? You're dead. But the avatar can 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 interact with people who are still on Earth. That's the difference. Okay, so it's more for the people that are alive that miss you. Yes. Or but wanna... what I what I I reason I brought it up is because their version of the phone is essentially a hologram that you pop your thumb up and it's it's right in that space. Okay. For those streaming, it's right above my hand and my thumb. Would you want to live forever digitally? Sure. Like if you could just What's be the downside? if you could just be on the radio for No, I don't want to work. I don't want to work. I just like when enjoy. you're dead, like would you if you could if someone said, "Oh, hey Steve, we can <laughs> create a hologram and make it sound and talk just like you." Well, that can already happen right now. Yeah. yeah. But I'm saying when you're dead, would yeah. you want that or No, not really. See, I wouldn't either. Like Who's the next next man or woman up. Yeah. Right. Like you see the those videos of Tupac Hologram, like I wouldn't want yeah. that. I don't want. Well, they people... do concerts like that. I know. Now. I don't want that. I would not want that. No, it's, no, it's weird. One life of Martin Moore is enough. Oh boy, ha- ha- my wife would agree with that. <laughs> I'm sure she would. All right, real quick before the break, your your technology hit this week. It was about uh, YouTube. Yes. Yeah. Well, I want to get into uh to YouTube. There, uh, you know, last week we were talking about AI. I want to touch on some new changes that are coming to YouTube that are going to label uh, videos created with AI. And then I want to uh, talk about Zoom, not the not the app that everyone's thinking of. Mm. Z U M. I think they call that a tease in the radio business. Martin Moore, my guest, technology, and a whole lot more. If you want to jump in, ask a question. Eight five five six one six one six twenty. The old National Bank talking text line. More of WTMJ now after this. Let me take a selfie. Martin Moore joining me in studio every other Tuesday here on WTMJ now. He's uh, sort of my technology guy. He's a fun guy. I've known Martin for, I don't know, about 15 years now. It's been a while. I, I met you. Uh, I met you at some event, like the Mayor's Fitness Challenge. Yes, probably fifteen years As ago. As a photographer, right? Yeah, yeah and yeah. I think there might be a video on YouTube of that. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, the quality's not ideal, but I, I think I may have the first time we ever met. Hopefully, it was at the end of the fitness challenge when I was very. Yeah. Fit. <laughs> I, here, the story is funny because I partnered with us at the time uh, Wheaton Hospital. Yeah. Now it's Ascension. They used to be a client of mine. Yes, yes, and uh, you showed up, but we encouraged citizens to. Go along with me on my weight loss journey, and I every day I'd put in an email my current weight, and I lost thirty pounds in I think about six months. Oh wow, well done! I need to do that again. Do you miss that? Not the weight like that, <laughs> like just the the whole mayor thing. I miss some of it, sure, because um, just between me and you on the radio, uh-huh. I hear there's there's news of a big deal happening in Oak Creek that I have no knowledge of. 
It's frustrating to me. Really? Big mega deal. All, all the whispers are out there, but I'm not hearing what it is. Are you, do, you, do, you, do you got people on the inside that usually feed you information? I can't get anything are, from these folks. It's, it's like when you're not the president anymore and you get to still get like CIA briefings. Yeah, I don't and, get any briefings. I need to know. <laughs> so anybody want to tell me? Right. 855 All right. So you, we'll start with YouTube. Yeah. Some changes for YouTube. Yeah. Uh, you know, last week, if, the, if you were listening, we were talking about AI and just a lot of, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly of that. Uh, and... I think right now, um, up until now on YouTube, like videos were getting pulled that had, you know, like deep fakes or there was like AI generated content um, just because it's, it's misleading and, and it's hard to decipher what's real and what's not on there. And YouTube is trying to combat that. Well, now they're allowing a lot more AI generated content um, and creators are going to have to label it. So anything that is is generated by a computer that looks like someone or is someone saying something that they otherwise want will now be allowed, but it has to be labeled so that an idiot like me goes on there and, and sees Tom Cruise, da- you know, dancing right. around. I don't think that it's real. Um, and so it's, you know, it's fascinating because we were talking about last week some of the rules, regulations, and, and how, is, how is this new modern world going to handle AI and all the problems that are going to come along with it. And it's really interesting to see tech companies sort of stepping up uh, in, in trying to combat that while we wait for the government to... <laughs> To, to do something about it because you could you could make uh, yeah, that's the thing right you can you can create something that looks so real you could create a world leader declaring war on a, another country you could have me up there saying you know things that i i wouldn't say and you know it's it is it's a problem and it's only a matter of time before something happens there's a riot there's a war there's something and it all stems and can be traced back to some ai deep fake generated like that. i'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist right but i mean it'll ha- it'll happen it's inevitable. So I'm a consumer of YouTube. I use it for my Steve Rule of the World. It's sure. a great place to find videos and information. Love YouTube. Um, but there are risks. You talked about the, you know, the deepfake stuff. What's some of the other things that people c- should be concerned about with YouTube? Because everybody's going to that, those sites all the time. I mean, just the, anything that you would find on the Internet anywhere, music, news, videos. There, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of people out there that are invested in uh, tricking people for clicks, for likes, for followers, for ad revenue is a big one. And so, I mean, I've seen people who have released, you know, AI-generated music. We were talking last week. There's some. There's a Jay-Z track out there that, honestly, it's like one of the best Jay-Z tracks I've ever heard. And I thought it was real, and it was generated by AI. And so people can believe that. Um, last year, there's a uh, massive photography competition, worldwide photography competition. Dude who won it came out and confessed it was an AI-generated photo. And he tried to basically win the award so he could show that rules need to be changed, and he, and he ended up winning. So AI creates a picture so amazing yeah. it wins uh, the competition. It's a, it's a real. It looks like a real life photo, like I would take a view with an iPhone or something like that. That's and, crazy. And, he won it, and it was completely AI generated. And so you know that gets circulated around. What an amazing photo! And people get clout or money or opportunities. Uh, and that's a problem. And so to see YouTube um, step up and try and sort of combat that is it's it's encouraging. I got a really specific um, sort of thank you or a question. Um, did you create the YouTube videos about connecting the cost headphones to regular phones? Um, the YouTube video was amazing. Uh, yes. I mean, if it's if it was made in the last <laughs> seven years. Yes. I made it. Well, I, Texture says it was amazing. Hey. Thank you. God bless I, you. I love it. I, uh, I work really hard. At it. I'm really proud of, uh, <laughs> of, the, of the videos I make. <laughs> Do you? Are you someone that gets paid for content? I used to. Not yeah. anymore. No. I've sort of retired from my own personal content. That's still creation. a big deal. What is? 
content creation, getting paid for it. A lot, oh, of, big lot, time. Of, lot of people chasing that reality. The, it's you know you don't need a college degree, you don't even need a GED, and you can. You don't be, have to be an adult. No, there's. I believe every single year, one of the highest paid YouTubers is like this kid who unboxes like toys, and he makes I don't know. I'm I'm making it up, but. 50, 60, 70 million dollars a year, maybe Shut 100. Yeah. There's no way. 100%. Ridiculous. Unboxing of money. toys. There is, un- kids unboxing toys is a massive segment of YouTube. <laughs> Just like I watch videos of like kittens sleeping or <laughs> people playing video games. It's, so you can, you don't need any kind of degree and you can just hop on YouTube and make a bunch of money. Millions of dollars a year. All right, you got to take another break. What's next? The Zoom thing? Zoom. All right. Z-U-M. Not the one we're all thinking about. Nope, nope, nope. All right, he's Martin Moore. I'm Steve. It's WTMJ now. Never say no to sticks. That's what I say. <laughs> that's before your era, but they're still around. This? They still tour. Yeah. No, I remember this song from when I was a kid. Yeah? Was it 80s? It was yeah, 80s, oh, yeah, this right? was 80s, for yeah. sure. Oh, 100% that was 80s music. All right. 100%. 80s music lives on. There's whole stations in this market dedicated to still playing 80s music. I have reached. I'm 43 years old. I just turned 43 in October. I have finally reached the point in adulthood where when I go on, like, Apple Music or Spotify or, like, I see the whatever, the top 20 chart, I don't know a single person on there. And Steve, <laughs> it hurts. It really Welcome to being old. Really and you're not hurts. even old yet. No. Yeah. That's like the thing my my equivalent of that is I see the announcement for the uh, the musical guest on Saturday Night Live I'm like who yeah, is that? Exa- exactly. Exactly. Who is that? Don't know who, who that it band? is. Never heard of them. Never heard who is the that? song. Yeah. And it's just I I know it's inevitable, but it I thought maybe I could delay that a little bit longer, but well, the text line, Michael says, I'm glad you've reconnected with Martin. We didn't, we weren't unconnected. We no, just, you weren't on the we show. We text and talk all the time. Yeah. You've been on the podcast. Uh, appreciate your participation on the program in the past and now in the future. Mark, Martin on every two weeks. As Thank of, you. As of right now. That's very all nice. right. So the concept of Zoom, mm. a lot of us learned that concept during the pandemic, but you're talking about a different a Zoom. A different Zoom, Z U M. And it has a, uh, forgive my ignorance, but whatever the little umlauts. Umlauts. Yeah, I don't know what I it, think is, it is. Above the U. Yes. So Zoom. Is boy, that was loud. I hope it didn't blow everybody's. <laughs> Zoom is a it's a ride share service that's sort of like Uber, but it's designed specifically for getting kids around, carting kids around. Which, so by themselves. By themselves, no adult. So basically you're a parent, you gotta stay late at work and you need your kid picked up and you don't have a nanny because nannies are expensive. You basically hop on this app, order a car for your kid. And it, it brings them home or takes them to and from soccer practice or to a birthday party or a friend's house or, or whatever it is. So this is already happening. Yeah, this is so this is already happening. It's Here been around since in Milwaukee, uh, not in Milwaukee, but it's been around since 2015. I, I don't know where I'd have to read the article a little bit more in depth, but I, I'm sure it's a Silicon Valley startup. Okay. But it basically stemmed from this woman who, um, you know, I think she was a single mom and she was struggling to try and, you know, cart her kids around. I don't have kids, but I have nieces and nephews and I watch my brother and sister in law. Uh, struggle to try and you know get all the kids to all their practices and games and friends' house. So almost Uber for kids. It, it's literally Uber for kids, and you have to be uh, a childcare professional. There's extensive background checks because obviously you're carting, you're letting a stranger cart your kids around. I would think that would be important. Um, yes, 
but I mean, it really it, it's a it's a fascinating solution in a world w- that we've seen change big time in the last 10, 15 years as far as the death of taxis and the rise of Uber and DoorDash and Airbnb and this thing where people use their own personal houses and devices and, and vehicles um, to to make other people's lives easier. And this was sort of like the last segment of of people's day-to-day lives that wasn't solved and so that's what this company is trying to do so i'm a big fan of, of ride share and oh god i am i would i, would I rather, wear i wear uber out when i'm on vacation. i'd rather walk than take a taxi steve yeah right <laughs> now okay so there's an easy audience question here and you can jump on the line eight five five six one six one six twenty would you would you participate in zoom z u with an umlaut i think it's the right term m and just hand off your kids to a total stranger to take them to their gymnastics practice or their their high school performance of right. whatever it's a that's kind of crazy it is like, and, and like what would be age appropriate for that like older than i don't know 10 for the kids yeah i think it's any age no there's no way you're yes. putting like a five-year-old in there uh, yeah i think it's any age from an infant to whatever mm. it's it's fascinating and i mean you hear a lot of the horror stories from uber and you know uber's inter- not that this is connected to uber but uber's done a lot of things as far as you can share your ride with friends um there's emergency stuff like that and it's like you can do all the background checks you want on people but you always end up hearing a story about someone's first time kidnapping someone or Ooh, i would or just doing i would just nefarious. say no to this so I, but if you're a parent in a pinch and you're like, I don't know what else to do, would you would you use it? I love this text from the two six two. We went from don't get in a stranger's car to let's let's pay, uh, the, let's pay the stranger to let you go in their car. Boy, that's a brilliant comment. Well done. Well done. Two six two. It's true. <laughs> I I just don't think, at least in this market where I'm residing in Milwaukee and Wisconsin, mm-hmm. that would be popular. I would assume one these all have to be childcare professionals. I don't know what that means. I don't know if there's like certific- certifications or whatever. Certifications, yeah. yeah certifications I mean, you have wow. To do. Is there like an interview? Like, do you meet these people and like get dinner with them and get to know them? And you know, how much do you know about these people? Or are they just here? You know, like an Uber. Here's Martin Moore, and I got a little badge, and the app says I'm good to go. I can pick up your kid, and you never meet me. Uh, I don't know a lot of the nuances of it. Um, All right, so we got it. Here's the text from Lynn in, in Adele, Wisconsin. I'm assuming Ozaki. Mm-hmm. Uh, taxis, Ozaki County only offers taking children to school or from school or whatever the parents want without an adult as early as age five. So it's, it's happening already in Ozaki County. Wow. And see there, that is, there's no, I'm assuming no background check or anything like that. You're just letting some random Other person. than what's done for any company, right? That, that exactly. Customer service. So I'm going to make it real easy for you folks. Yes, you would put your kid in a Zoom, <laughs> if that's the term you want to use, vehicle, Send them off to wherever they're going, or no would be, there's no way I'm doing this. 855-616-1620. Another quick break. We'll continue this conversation with Martin Moore in studio at the Avenue, right outside the, right outside the 3rd Street Market Hall in WTMJ Now. Before the break, we asked you the question, Martin Moore and I, about um, ride sharing for kids. Just putting your kids in a ride share, and a lot of people responding with the taxi stories. I uh, got a couple here from the 608. My sister drives for a lift, and people put their kids in her car, young kids, to transport to various places all the time, all caps. That is shocking. That is shocking. Um, but I can tell you in the text line, there, it is like hey, almost universal. How many yeses universal. did we get? No yeses. <laughs> all, I mean, a 1,000% no. A 1,000% no chance. No exclamation point. 
Absolutely not. I mean, for me, even aside from just like the creepiness of it and, you know, like whatever, you, you get kidnapped or something, are they even a good driver? Like, do you get to like see what, what was their driving score? You know, do they do rolling stops? There's just, there are so many bullet points that would need to be hit in order for me to trust my nieces or nephews I'm or with a you kid. On that. Yeah. I don't know. Pete from Economwalk joins us on the phone line. Hey, Pete. Hi, how you doing? Good, good. What do you think? Um, I, the story I want to tell is that my one of my daughters, who's now in her 40s, uh, when we went to where we lived in Milwaukee, she lived in we lived in the area where she couldn't get bus transportation to school. My my uh, my one daughter and another neighbor's young son. So we complained to our aldermen and whoever else, and they ended up coming to our house, picking up the kids, my daughter and uh, this other young boy, taking them to school in, at kindergarten, picking them up after their uh, kindergarten class, and brought them back home. Hmm. Then I trusted it. Today, I wouldn't trust it a bit. <laughs> yeah, that's what a lot of textures said, Pete. That in today's world, oh. less less safe, maybe? Question mark. Oh, God, yes. God, yes. Is thanks for the call, Pete. Is our world less safe, or are we just more aware of the creeps? Um. Or a little it's bit a, of both. It's a great question. <laughs> Probably a little of both. I think I think sometimes safety can be overstated. Mm-hmm. But when you're in one of those situations, you certainly don't think it's overstated. Right. And two, um, we certainly know about those stories. Right. Right. Like there there have been rideshare uh, drivers that have killed people. Yeah. Pretty extreme. Um, but it happens. Mm-hmm. It's a crazy world, right? W- one of the things that is kind of interesting about this is, I mean, today. Both parents usually work if, you know, if you're fortunate to, uh, you're in a family and you have both parents and they're not divorced or whatever. But so many parents have to ship their kids off to daycare, um, or you have a nanny, um, or, or you're just generally sort of, you have to push your kid to the side for a minute to, to work or do whatever it is that you got to do, which is fine. And it's just interesting throwing this into the mix with kids, too, because, you know, that's quality time that you could have in the car, you know, driving with them. Are we creating a world uh, or a society of parents that, you know, you have a kid and then you just kind of like dump them off like a pet to to school, you know, and it's an interesting question because kids are being raised by the Internet. They're being raised by their nannies. They're being raised by daycare and teachers. And now they're their own little personal Uber driver. At what point do parents have little to no influence on their kids day to day? You know, you could, even, you could even add to the mix. They're being raised by video game companies, content creators. Right. Oh, right? 100%. 100%. How many hours do they spend with that content? Yeah. This is, Steve, this is one of the millions of reasons of why uh, uh, me and my wife don't have kids. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> have to navigate. That's a, that's a conscious decision. You're not going to have kids. Oh, no, that ship sailed. Boy, that ship sailed a long time ago. <laughs> okay. Uh, Michelle has a story for us from oh, Grafton. Hi, Michelle. Oh, hi. You know, the the problem is that the people who um, have been identified as, as child molesters are people that parents have entrusted the care, the confidence of their children, coaches, um, pastors. Um, mm. It's an leaders. interesting point, um, yes. Yeah, so, you know, you can do the, all the background checks you want, but it is, pedophilia is, it's it's a disease that there's no cure for, and that's what would scare me. And yeah. you know, you it's not as easy easily identifiable on a back check. Are you somebody, Michelle, that uses as an adult ride shares? I do not, um, and 
I, I mean, I have no need to, and my kids are grown. They're in the 30s, um, and I have no grandchildren, but um, no, I, I would, there's, I think there's always an option. I mean, my kids, when they played soccer and had multiple after-school events, my husband, my, or their dad and I, um, we divided our time when we got them there. Or there, there's other parents um, yep. that you do other favors for that you switch for. But now nah, I would not put my kid in a. Or they bite. You know, I was like, really. Take the old bite. Uh, Get on that yes. bite. Get to school. Thanks for the call, Michelle. I mean, I think Michelle represents a lot of people. Oh, I can sure. tell you on the the text line, it's like it's universal. Everybody says no, oh, no another. Texter raised the same point. You, do you trust the bus driver? You don't know the bus right? driver. Ex- exactly. There's some, there's some creepy bus drivers out there smoking while they're driving kids around. <laughs> I remember somebody telling me a story about the bus driver engaging engaging in gambling with the kids on the bus. What? Sports he had like a, betting. Are you serious? Yeah. Just playing a little poker? Dollar here, five uh, bucks here. You get the roulette table out in the back. What the heck? You know, to that point, though, I mean, that's a great point. It is. All the people that we've entrusted our kids with, mm-hmm. they've also fallen. Exactly. Right? They have, they've also not done the right thing. So what would be the difference? How, why would it be any different? I... All right, a quick hitter before we go. Anything on your mind? I know you wanted to talk about tipping a little bit. This, this thing where they flip the screen now at you. Oh, boy, we need more time than All that. All right, we'll save it for next time, <laughs> two uh, weeks from now. Hey, uh, just real quick, if uh, you have a Gmail account you haven't used uh, in a while, December 1st, uh, log in before December 1st. Otherwise, Google is going to be deleting mass deleting accounts. So Interesting. If you got an old Google account that you carry, I suppose if you never logged in. I guess we're going to find out. Hey? I just have one. Do you? Yeah. I have one, but I I don't use it anymore. Oh. No. Well, you better log in if you want to keep it. I don't want to keep it. Is it your name? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Martin Moore, have a great Thanksgiving. We'll we'll catch up with you after. I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about. Thanks. Martin Moore joining us every other week on WTMJ Now.